we go. All right, Coraline and Kanana, thank you for joining again. Uh, another talk show today, we are hosting Elena, a, a digital nomad, a digital coach, a digital nomad coach, actually, um, from Russia. Um, actually, she uh, left the corporate life and uh, become a full-on digital nomad, and she's consulting, helping, and in the future, going to have even a digital course about how to become a digital nomad. Elena, uh, thank you so much for joining. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so glad to be here. Pleasure. Um, all right. So as always, um, we are obviously starting by jumping into your story. Tell us a little bit about your background, uh, how you started, what was before, please. Yeah, sure. So originally I'm from Russia, but I'm digital nomad with one year of experience. But before I was traveling also, but always came back home. And um, uh, I quit my corporate job in June 2021. And uh, at that period of time, I had some saving and decided that I wanted to spend my summer traveling. But then I decided to extend it and travel even in autumn and winter. And uh, in January, I realized that I spent only three days at my home and I decided like, why I keep my apartment and my car? Maybe uh, it's better to move out and uh, like save this money, uh, rent a storage space for my stuff and sell my car. So it took an effort, but in at the end of the March last year, I came uh, to Turkey with my boyfriend and just uh, went back. And that's how I started my digital nomad life. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Um, so you're been around like in the completely digital nomad for one year. But before it, like you used to work in the corporate and you told me that you used to travel a lot as well, right? Yes. Yes. Because it was pandemic time and uh, I could work remotely, but uh, within my country. And that's why I travel all around Russia and I got, okay, it's cool. I can I can afford it and I can feel this freedom, but you know, still this uh, job was very boring and hard for me. And I, I felt that I would like to explore other countries as well. And uh, I got like, okay, why I should spend all my life there? <laughs> it's better. <laughs> With this job and um, and actually I didn't have any back plan, you know. I I just quit the job and then I found a job uh, like I started work with startups uh, because my professional background. I've been working in tech uh, for over thirteen years in different roles like uh, business development manager, product manager, and even I organized a big tech conference in Russia. And so I started working uh, with startups as freelance uh, manager, uh, helping them to grow. And this is how I get money during my trips. <laughs> so this has uh, helped me to start my freedom. Yeah, so you basically quit your job. You just said, okay, I had enough. Put it on the side, quit completely. Uh, no backup plan. And just start accepting clients, right? And yeah. So this is really a scary thing to do. I mean, this kind of, you know, 
all or nothing kind of thing, right? Um, but what actually led you to to the decision to quit a job, to quit a you know nice salary? I know a little bit boring, but nice salary and the option to work remotely, um, and you know take a chance on getting clients uh, as a freelance. I think uh, I I got that I don't feel happy. So it, it's like some people, they can get used to this feeling. And I got that it's enough for me. So I even felt very badly, I mean, physically. And uh, when I got that, like every morning when I opened my laptop, I almost crying. But it's just an online meeting. But I'm almost crying because I don't want to do yeah. this job. You I don't, burn I, out. I don't, yeah, I burned out. That's true. That, that Yeah, it's, it's the right word for that. And um, I decided, okay, let, let's do kind of sabbatical. And I started, uh, like, first months, I was just tra- traveling, visiting my relatives, friends, and um, just was thinking, okay, what to do next? And, like, in a few months, some people they just accidentally came to me and said like, oh, we have some job. Do you want to join us? And I got like, okay, I can work remotely. Uh, it's uh, easy. I mean, they they don't control your time. They You can work just on the results. And uh, I got like, okay, I like this plan. At least <laughs> I, I know how to earn money like first month and then I will create something else. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I st- there, yeah. yeah, so I just trust it. I just trusted to let everything go. And I think the mm, the hardest part was to leave your home because beforehand I always knew that I can come back to my home. I have a home. I have a home where is my stuff, where everything is like I love. Uh, it's cozy. It's my home sweet home and so on. <laughs> and when I got like, okay, now I have to leave it. And it was not easy to pack all your life in these boxes and move out to the storage space and leave. And and just this understanding that you don't have a home, it, it, it's psychologically, first time, it's, um, it's, it's really hard. But then when you come to a new place and you... You got what you get, you, what you have now. You have okay. I can live by the ocean or by the sea. I can live in very good climate and have very good, delicious food. I can meet new people. I'm free, and then you do understand. Okay, it's <laughs> it's you know maybe it's much better than just stay in one at one place. And tell you the truth, I hate winters. I don't love in Moscow. It's really bad weather in winter. It's dusty. It's cold. It's slushy, and <laughs> for me, it's always was my dream not yeah. not to have winter. And when I now I like almost one year living without winter, I'm so happy. <laughs> I'm I'm I became more healthy because I have a lot of sun. I eat very good food and I have time for different kind of outdoor activities. I think it's kind of dream life. <laughs> yeah. It <laughs> sounds like that. Now I want to kind of go back to the idea, you know, your first care of living home, you know, like yeah. wrecking the lease, storage, everything, selling the car, you know, buying a ticket. So this is a big thing to do, right? So for us, at least, um, it was kind of we we know that 
we had a plan. We know that we need to do it at some point that we didn't care as much, right? So I didn't feel like we felt at home over there and we had all of our stuff, et cetera, et cetera. I, you know, storage the important stuff, but other than that, I was good to good to go. A lot of people, right, getting attached. If it's like the fear mm-hmm. of what I'm gonna do when I'm come back, I have to come back home in some point, right? So what I'm gonna do or like I'm gonna need to buy this or do that again or go over. So a lot of people scare from this thing, right? Uh, yes, people are so attached to this material stuff. And uh, when I started living like that, I got, okay, what I need is it's all in one bag. So uh, actually, it's reassessment of all your values. Now I do understand that I don't need so a lot of material stuff and to spend money on this shit. <laughs> I mean that's it's 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 actually it's really a great shift uh, in your mind when you realize it. And uh, as I was making uh, research and talk to people, interview them, and ask why I, they are not doing this step, even if they want, the people they are attached and they have this fear, fear of uncertainty, and. I always, I also had this fear. <laughs> Sometimes I also have it, even now. But I get used to it. I think you, I'm, I got like the world is unstable now. You never know what happened tomorrow, and uh, I got it like it's okay. I sh- it's a new, flexible lifestyle. It's a we are new. I don't know, new time people, you know, <laughs> they, they are so different because we can get used to any culture, to any place, no matter what happens around. That's why I think it uh, make you stronger, definitely. So it's changing the mindset, right? And right. From from being fixed on one place, my stuff, my belonging, my material stuff, to actually break free from any chains or everything that, you know, even in a matter of, make your your bag heavier right i'm good with letting go um what led you or how did you actually get to the place you know of changing the mindset i mean it's not easy uh it's not easy at all but maybe because i wanted to feel free so hard and uh maybe also the thing that it's my country my country started a war and i was against it it's also happened me uh helped me to change this mind so i got like okay i can't stay here anymore i have to adapt to a new world to a new life and it's also was life-changing decision for me Mm, but tell you the truth the decision to leave my uh country it was before like all this war happened yeah because uh i had this experience of living abroad before uh i stayed for five months in the u.s i uh, i stayed in silicon valley because i uh, started in startup accelerator and uh i got like oh the the world is so different they have this different minds in there in silicon valley oh i would like to you know to to see more people like that i would like to grow there and uh, for me after that trip because i had to go back home because uh, of visa of course i can't stay i couldn't stay longer and i got that i would like to travel more i would like to move to a new country i would like to expand expand my mind, mindset i would like to be a global person 
And uh, this is, was my aim. And actually, when I started work in the corporate world, and I started it uh, because at that period of time, I didn't know that I can do it differently. It was a way that I already used to do, and it was kind of prison for me. I worked in the corporation. It's like a very big corporation, uh, very typical uh, in sense of culture. And um, I got that it's I'm so unfree there because people there are so narrow-minded. And it's, for me, it was really a prison. Even yeah. as during pandemic, I could travel. It's still, it's still you. If you, and that's why this, all these things, all these thoughts, brought me to this uh, decision. And tell you the truth, I, beforehand, I was, uh, I was living a very fancy, uh, big city life. You know, having fancy car. Uh, going to fancy restaurants and wearing this uh, brand uh, clothes, but then I realized that oh my god, what what's what's what's, what's, yeah. what's 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 yeah, it's it doesn't work at all because when you have this uh, different life, when you are free and when you can go out and see the ocean, I think it's much more better <laughs> and uh, having all the things and it's not the same even if you travel i don't know like i know rich people maybe they travel very often it's not the same it's because of the way of your mindset and the, the way of your lifestyle it's totally yeah. different and some people don't understand it some people uh, actually think that it's a uh, nomad it's people who are i don't know these downshifters backpackers <laughs> They don't realize yeah. that uh, you can have a good quality life. <laughs> so if you can uh, earn money remotely, you can have the same level of life uh, wherever you are. And it depends uh, what what's important for you. <laughs> okay, you can, even in Bali, you can rent a very expensive villa. If you can afford it, why not? <laughs> why not? It's, it's, it's just a matter of, of your budget. And uh, that is the prejudice. People think that nomads, they are kind of people without, they are homeless. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and <I mean>. people <laughs> who are freelancers, they are people who don't have a proper job. <laughs> I, I, uh, but... I hear in this so much. Uh, well, it is a way to travel, one way to travel, right? Uh, making some money and travel while do that and then you're on a budget, obviously. But for me, I mean, I just copy and paste myself over here to Guatemala, right? I have the same schedule and working the same hours and just like over here in front of the lago every day. And, you know, in this beautiful place, different culture, everything is like so vibing and, and pumping and it's all like different, right? But my schedule, my work, my focus is kind of the same. It's not like I'm a backpacking right now or something design stable. No, my business are the same. My working hours the same, my employees the same, everything is basically the same. Uh, just the hours change. So yeah. Um, yeah. So it's it's a lot about like a matter of getting into the mindset that yeah, digital nomad. It's not about you know that the backpacker life like early twenty kind of thing. It's like actually living in a place in a new place while you're able to move and freely right. Uh, change your location um, and this is like kind of the title of it um, 
now I want to ask you something. This is something that's really interesting to me. Um, obviously, you're coming uh, from Russia. Uh, right now, there is a lot of, you know, bad rep uh, against Russia uh, in general, all of the wars and everything behind it. Do you feel it like on your day-to-day -day, uh, when you're traveling with your Russian passport, when you, I don't know, when you present yourself to new people, new places, do you feel anything, you know, dodgy or uncomfortable with it? Actually, no, side, I, uh, I tell you the truth. I was surprised because I was expecting it that I have to hide my passport and like, it's, it's difficult to hide my Russian accent, yeah. <laughs> but, but you know, it's, when people, uh, when people to hide in general, the idea, you know, it's part of you, it's part of who you For are sure. kind of, you need and to I don't wonder, it. Yeah. yeah, because you, yeah, that's, um, uh, That the thing because uh, we 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 feel this uh, pressure and uh, fault and that's uh, the thing. But I mean, um, I never met any negative uh, towards uh, me, and because the people are mostly are very empathetic and they do understand that uh, there is a government who does this all. bad things and there are citizens and if actually if you are a very open person uh you explain what is happening what is your position that you are against it uh they they are fine they 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 want to talk with you and they like i'm i met so many people who explained me uh, that they do understand it they do understand what is happening They do understand that uh, there are different kind of uh, like it's it's not about whole nation, right? <laughs> you can cancel whole nation. And uh, during my uh, my traveling, I never met it. I even in sense of uh, visa, I never been canceled of, of anything because of it. I heard some things that people face it um, during their job when they're doing their startups, but I mean, uh, on personal level, nice, nothing. And I'm happy that uh, people are very human. I mean, they do understand everything. And, uh, you know, people in South Africa, uh, they also explain they've been in the same situation in the 90s because of, of apartheid. And they said, like, okay, you know, we've been there. We do understand how world is against you. We do know how it, how it feels. Yep, yep. Right. Um, okay, so let's uh, change to a little bit better note. Um, so we spoke about your past. We spoke about everything that led you to this point. Uh, tell us a little bit about your day-to-day. -day. How is your digital nomad life look like? Well, <laughs> my life uh, is pretty... Like, I have pretty same schedule as you told about your schedule. So I... Like during my uh, business days, I work. I wake up like usually at 10 a.m., have breakfast, <laughs> and then start working on my laptop. Uh, the difference that in noon, I can go to a cafe for lunch or have uh, some short walk to the beach, uh, wherever I am. So, but I, I like to go outside. And then I continue working the same like till 6, 7, 8 p.m. <laughs> Depends how, how how much work I have to do. 
And uh, but the thing that I try usually, I love to go to see the sunset uh, because uh, it's for me it's like a very natural, uh, like natural show <laughs> that you can have every day. And uh, during weekends, I prefer to go somewhere and uh, to explore new places. So I I don't feel like a tourist here. So because, uh, yeah, like five days a week, I spend uh, staying at home or sometimes we go to co-working and working. <laughs> so this is uh, I, the, the difference. I think the the best part of this uh, nomad lifestyle, the best thing is that you can explore the places and kind find local gems that you hardly notice when you are on a short touristic trip. Yeah, uh, l- let me explain it. It's like uh, when we are looking for a living within our budget, it's usually is not in very touristic locations. Uh, I mean, like not in the downtown where they're all uh, yeah. these hotels and so we can find an amazing park fair or hike which mostly only locals know and the second part what i like is uh, that you feel that you are always on vacation even if you work during the week uh but during weekends you explore something new so like in my previous life, I have to fly somewhere during weekends <laughs> to explore something new. And here, I, I don't need. I just drive the car and I'm in a new place. And I think it's amazing. Absolutely. Wow. Yeah. Um, I totally agree. Like, this is the same thing that we kind of do right now in San Pedro uh, or in Guatemala in general, in Atitlan. Uh, so, Atitlan, I have like 12 villages surrounding the lago, the, the lake. Um, mm-hmm. So every weekend we try to go to a different place, kind of experience for, you know, the whole day and take our time. And it's not a, a location, you know, it's not a destination that you go and travel for long as we do. Uh, so people not staying like three, four, five months in, you know, in Atitlan, they basically come in for a week or two, uh, unless the people that are actually staying. So San Marcos full of people that are staying and staying for a long time and even people that moved here completely. Um, so the vibe over here that you have like the super tourist part and you have the half tourist, which is kind of where we are, right? Um, like feeling the local, being like half local kind of thing. I can already say that I feel comfortable to say, you know, I'm living here. Like we're basically living here for like three months already, four months. Um, so it is something that, you know, is really different than the short-term kind of a, a destination. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um, beautiful. So basically, um, you're right now in South Africa. You traveled Bali. Yeah. Uh, you yeah. traveled Turkey, right? Yeah. Um, let me kind of tackle it from a different way. Um, you are a person that loved the sun, loved the summer, chasing the sun, as I call it, as I like yeah. call it earlier. Yeah. Um, where is the best beaches? Where is the best, like, vibing, you know, beach life kind of vibing, uh, summer vibe, if you want to call it? Wow. It's all these places <laughs> are amazing uh, for their beaches, but they are so different. So in Turkey, is uh, it's they have warm sea and you can swim there from the end of the March. That was a surprise for me. 
that's uh, in summer it's too hot there. So I'm I, I'm not a big fan of hot weather. Uh, but but they see is the color is amazing color. I mean I love it, and the temperature is also very very I don't know. I know it's good for your body. Uh, in Bali, it's all year round. It's warm and it's tropical weather there. But uh, from November to the end of March, they have rainy season, and uh, that's why there are a lot of uh, trash on the beaches. And the ocean is not clean because it's storming. It's constantly storming there. And uh, I started surfing there, but sometimes it was really disgusting to surf in the ocean because everything is, you know, is yeah. messed there. Uh, so it's better to come not in rainy season to Bali, uh, but uh, the ocean is warm. It's amazing to surf there. You can spend like two hours in the ocean and you don't freeze. And uh, here in South Africa, it's Atlantic. Actually, there is like mm, in South Africa, it's Atlantic and in Indian Ocean, but it's Indian Ocean is much further from Cape Town. It take uh, it takes like five six hours drive to get there, and in Indian Ocean it's much warmer to swim. But at Atlantic Ocean it's quite it's, it's really cold. It's freezing. But I don't know locals they swim in these special uh, wetsuits and surf in uh, also they surf in the wetsuits. I tried it, but I got like oh no, <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> So, but uh, anyway, the beaches are beautiful. And I think the beaches are beautiful in all these places. That's the difference uh, in in <laughs> in water temperature, I think so. Um, and right now you are in uh, South Africa. Where about exactly in Cape Town? Uh, nearby Cape Town. Actually, nearby. Uh, yeah. It's uh, we stayed in Cape Town in right in the city for a week and we got that we don't like it. Uh, Cape Town is not a safe city and uh, South Africa is not a very safe country. You can you uh, you can get dropped very easily and uh, that's why you should be very cautious and it's better to stay in more residential areas because they have uh, this uh, security uh, monitoring. And uh, people have the, here this electric fans, you know, so because uh, of, yeah, a lot of uh, the situations yeah. happen. Yeah. And uh, in this uh, area, like residential areas, you can go outside and feel safe. But in the city, you don't feel like that, even during the daytime. And that's why, uh, because people who are from big cities, they always think, okay, I come to a new place. I would like to stay in a city. <laughs> but it's not the same like you know the, the the it's south africa is about staying by the nature and enjoying nature it's about hiking it's about ocean it's not about some cul cultural thing uh, so that's uh, i think the, there are some uh, museums some buildings but you can do it like in one day in the city and just, you know, have a short trip there. And it's better not to stay there. And actually, you can, it's cheaper uh, to stay, not, at, not to stay in Cape Town area. So you can find, uh, like, from one hour drive, you can stay by the ocean. Uh, like, you can rent Airbnb for 1,000 for months. 
and uh, you are like five minutes from the ocean. I mean, five mi- five minutes walk. We just come back this from this place, and it was amazing. It's a village, uh, but I mean, it's so tranquil place. Uh, if you and uh, there is a um, uh, bed, it, the name of it is Betty's Bay, and there are beach with penguins, with African penguins, and it's amazing to have neighbors like penguins <laughs> like almost every day i went there to watch them because they're amazing so there are oh 25 colonies uh across the, um, along uh, the sh- the south african shore of this uh, african penguins colonies and so yeah we were staying right by this beach and it was cool oh my god what an experience yeah um, yeah all righty um so first of all, thank you so much for joining us. That was a really lovely interview. Um, before we gonna uh, say goodbye to everyone, obviously I'm kind of giving the stage the last minute, last couple of minutes uh, for you to address uh, our uh, audience. Uh, if it's a matter of like giving us your kind of biggest tip or the greatest tip that you can give, or obviously yeah. talk a little bit about your services and what you can actually, how you can actually help digital nomads and people from our community to break free yeah please go ahead yeah i would like to to give some practical tips uh, so always buy insurance if you don't have one there are some uh, digital nomads uh, insurance like uh, safety wings and i can send you my referral link because i'm their ambassador Always check immigration policy and don't overstay in the country. So it's important also to remember because sometimes you can forget <laughs> about Last, time. We missed, it. we missed it in two days. My Our visa pay a fine of like $100. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but sometimes you can be banned for five yeah. years. For example, in yeah. South Africa, it's like that. Try to see the place with local eyes. Uh, Check uh, the safety of ferries where you're going to stay. There are special websites where can ch- you check. Always have your home sweet home kit. For example, for me, it's uh, having garland uh, lights <laughs> because it makes cozy and uh, good knives and pour over for coffee. And uh, don't be afraid. <laughs> I think yeah. it's uh, the, the most uh, amazing decision uh, you've made. And later you will think, why? didn't make it early uh, why didn't make it early yeah this is this is the thing and uh, uh i work as a digital nomad coach helping people uh, uh with uh travel and help them with their mind- mindset like how to change your mind- mindset and overcome fear and also how to adapt to a new country and uh, make network and uh, socialize there. Because in my previous job, I was very good uh, at it. And uh, I'm always happy to share these uh, tips. And later, I'm going to launch my own uh, course, online course. And uh, if you follow me on Instagram, you will uh, yeah, we'll get a notification about it. Beautiful. All right. So, guys, thank you so much for watching. Thank you so much for being with us. Um, all of the links, everything that uh, Alina mentioned will be in the description. If it's the YouTube, if it's the uh, Instagram, whatever it is. Uh, don't forget to join our Discord. Don't forget to sub and do the bell thing and just to get all of the notification. And, yeah, thank you so much. I will catch you next time. Yeah. Thank you. See you. Bye. Bye, everyone. <laughs>